Hello, I'm Harley Q. On today's episode, we will be discussing the trials and tribulations of loving thyself in a world that deviates from you don't know you're beautiful to you're so vain in a single selfie. Is it about embracing wobbly bits? Is it about sitting in the bath for three hours? Maybe it's about having your cake and eating it too and ending up with high cholesterol. Let Sarah and I dissect that for you. This is not a podcast for sensitive ears. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Loon Life. So, to begin this dissection of everything that's wrong with society, I will first begin by telling you my own story of self-love. If you'd like to see it with your own eyes, you can catch it on my Patreon, patreon.com forward slash harleyq, $50 tier. I'm kidding. It's the $100 tier. That was a bad joke, I'm sorry, Mum. Moving swiftly on to a topic that's actually quite dark. I thought I'd lure you in with a joke and a false sense of security. If you'd like to read the original article that this podcast is based on, harleyq.com is the place to go. Self Love Club is the title and I will link it in the show notes. It was the first of my posts to reach more than 400 views. I got to discuss it on air with my dear friend DJ Honey on her radio show Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. That's a plug. Go and listen to her incredible soul music. Again, I will link in the show notes. I received several messages from people who had read it and resonated with my raw honesty. It meant a lot and it's probably my favourite post to date. So, let me begin. I was 15 when I first decided I didn't like my body. When you're a kid, you generally don't care what you look like. You probably ran around a lot, so the best shape of your life was wasted on you also. Then you get to your teens, and you get wobbly wits where perhaps there weren't any before. Boys start making jokes about boobies and having a boyfriend becomes a thing, even if you don't actually speak to each other. The intense wave of self-consciousness kind of takes over your life. Even though everyone is going through the same thing, it is really isolating. When I turned 16, I found myself dating my polar opposite, both in physique attitude and behavior (laughs) and continue to do so for seven years. We'll talk about that more in depth another time. But what I will say though is that this was a really turbulent time for my self-esteem. When the relationship ended eventually, I was completely devoid of confidence to put it lightly. 
Like a lot of people coming out of a long-term relationship, I really didn't know who I was anymore. I felt a complete lack of control over my life and in turn, a pretty nasty thing reared its head. I stopped eating. It's hard to explain how completely all-consuming the feeling of hunger is. It's not something that I would ever say was a good way to handle what was going on in my mind at the time. But when you're hungry, like really, really hungry, you can't think about anything else. Any sadness that's going on, any overthinking that you've been doing, any other people that have been upsetting you suddenly just disappear because all you can think about is the fact that your body is in starvation mode and all you can focus on is food. It's a really dark place to go. I spent about six months slowly dropping weight until I was at a pretty unhealthy underweight kind of place. Of course, in turn, I got a lot of compliments about how good I was looking because, again, I never really got to the point where I looked like I was dying. I was just really slim. And people don't know any better, which is another reason why we shouldn't rely on other people for external validation. But Sarah and I will cover that later. One big thing that I learned during my illness when it was at its worst especially, is that no matter how much external validation I received, no matter how many compliments I got, I never ever felt good. I never felt attractive, slim, happy, all the ways you think you're going to feel when you lose weight. For me, anorexia was a coping mechanism and it had a lot more to do with my depression and anxiety than it did with my external appearance and I need to really make this clear more often than not that is the reason why people are sick and it's often not got all that much to do with societal pressures to be slim though that can sometimes become a fixation because it's a way to motivate yourself to continue to stop eating it's a very dark place and it's a really deep subject and honestly, I could write five podcasts about it. It was not a good place for me, but it's somewhere I spent a lot of time. I have friends who've been in similar situations and I wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy. I am proud that eventually, after all of the ups and downs, I got to a place where I stopped using starvation as a coping mechanism. It's scary to relinquish that control again when you've become so used to it but I suddenly started to feel alive again it's the only way I can really think to explain it you're just a shell when you're sick and then suddenly you start to live again now I am about a year free of anorexic behaviors I've stopped weighing myself I'm a curvaceous girl, I've certainly come a long way from what I was and though I, like every woman, have days where I don't love what I see when I look in the mirror, I have learnt to embrace my curves. And I think it mainly comes down to knowing that when I was sick it didn't make me feel any better. Being slim didn't fix anything.
and that's something that I hope you guys can take on board and something I'm going to keep reminding myself over and over every time I think I need to go on some form of stupid crash diet or go to the gym. We should only take care of ourselves and our bodies and go to the gym and eat healthy because we want to put goodness into our bodies and last longer because we're only going to be around for a finite number of days. It should not be because you think you need to look a certain way. And that is so hard to wrap your head around and it is so hard to practice. But I promise you, we're all going through the same thing. If you or anyone that you care about is having issues with disordered eating, I will put some links in the show notes for places to go, resources to help you deal. And if you ever just need someone to talk to, I'm here and I love you. Okay, there we go. It's working. Hello. Welcome to Loon Life. Here with me today. That sounds like a fucking radio presenter. Yeah. <laughs> so. I fell asleep in the first <laughs> seconds. So, today I'm hanging out with old mate Sarah, who is my bestest friend of many moon. And we are discussing the topic of self-love, which is something that we're both really into. <laughs> Is it though? Not, no, not, really not even a little bit. I'm doing some fucking talk. <laughs> I think we both could do with a bit more self-love in our lives, as could most, especially when it comes to being nicer to yourself and maybe not referring to ourselves as fat all the time. Yeah. Okay, so according to Ben Galsava on the 20th of July 2010, I direct quotely, self-love ben. is slapping the bishop, spanking the monkey, choking the chicken... Sex for one. I don't think this is the Wanking, kind of self-love we're talking jerking about. Off. Wait, I've got to use it in context. Okay. Little Johnny has been caught numerous times expressing self-love. He now locks the bathroom door while slapping the bishop. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm glad I put a disclaimer on the start of this. Why bishop? Why slapping? <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't sound fun to me. No, sounds true. like self-mutilation. Um, what's your know? definition of self-love? Well, initially, I always thought it was like loving the way that you look, and that was always the, the thing that I thought. Self-image. Well, yeah, I think it goes a lot deeper than that. It's more about like the way that you talk to yourself and and having standards. Apparently, that's the thing that you're supposed to have standards. as a human being. I know. St- and standards. Standards. I think it means that you don't. Is that, am I saying it right? Um, no, um, I don't know. So self-love, according to, according to Google, is the regard for one's own well-being and happiness. Okay, yeah, so it's not really about physical stuff at all. No. Um, however, women's health, <laughs> the one thing I <laughs> according do... According to our sources. Research. Um, they do talk a little bit about self-image in self-love. Mm. Like, it, it's about focusing on self-worth and learning to have a positive attitude towards yourself. And usually where we force sure is having negative attitudes towards ourselves, And it's usually based on our appearance. Yes. And also our crazy. Well, the, the problem with me and you is that we're incredibly good at... Hiding it? Yeah. Faking it. We're really good at being super duper confident. But you've got to fake it till you make it. Yeah. Everyone who's confident isn't confident all the time. No. And it does help when you like pretend that you're the best. Yeah. Like, when I was telling you the other night that that guy told me that I had 
pretty eyes and a really nice smile. And yeah. my response was, I know. Yeah. I mean, I do know. Yeah, there's a reason why I wear this lipstick <laughs> and accentuate my eyes. I'm not showing you my hunchback. Like. <laughs> I'm not showing you my crippling depression or <laughs> <No>. <laughs> wobbly belly, hairy legs. It's, uh, it's all an illusion, really. And it's, it's like whenever we're feeling down, especially you, if you're feeling shit, what you do is you put on makeup and you put on your costumes and then you True. feel better about yourselves and then if you feel good like feel like you look good on the outside you start to feel better on the inside it is true and I suppose since stopping doing cosplay I have noticed a little bit of a dip in my confidence yeah which is funny because I never to... so that's the whole external validation as well when yes you put them up. exactly which is what I became quite conscious of I never wanted to get into it for other people's praise but it helps. But it certainly helps. It definitely does get you to a point where you're like, yeah, man, I'm vibing with me. Like, I certainly enjoy being curvaceous more now than I ever did before. Yeah. Which is a big thing. But... Lol. Lol. But... Big two things. Oh. But I just never really wanted to get into it for that reason. I didn't want to start, like, seeking external validation. I mean, I used to spend way too much time on social media as it was. So as much as there was positives coming out of it, there was a lot of negative in the and way money. that... The money's been fabulous. I suppose the way that it's kind of negatively impacted me was that I was spending too much time on my news feeds and then comparing my own cosplay to other people who've been doing it longer and had more money. And again, comparison. And then also joy. you hear the negative stuff and focus more on that uh, than the positives. Like, oh dear, how dare you wear a weird costume and be weird. Like, God, have you ever spoken to me? I'm really fucking weird. No, I've I, always been this way. I kept thinking that, like, your nerdiness was, like, a show. Like, then, <laughs> then when we went through your, I call them costumes, your actual clothes to ch chuck out stuff, I realised, like, you've got Shrek fucking shirts. Multiple <laughs> Shrek shirts. Uh, I think I had about four. I'm looking at a Shrek bobblehead now. Oh, I, he, he's my protector. I've known him for over ten years, and I didn't know that this was such a thing. Shrek is love. Um, this is not the Bechtel cast. <laughs> no, but <laughs> shout out, shout out. It was a very good. That's a very good podcast. So analyzing movies, but um, that uh, Shrek was very much about loving yourself yes. inside out. <gasps> and she was really ashamed about her appearance. And then when it turned out that she was just gonna be an ogre forever, she was a bit sad at first. But then Shrek was like, "But I love you, regardless." Yeah, you're still beautiful. If anything, you're more beautiful because you look more like me. Because, statistically, people are more attracted to people who look like them. Yeah. Which is why... Racism. Oh. I mean, I was going to go with, like, incest, but that oh. too. Oh. We both went in two very dark, different directions <laughs> just then. <laughs> like, when I was dating my high school boyfriend who had blonde hair, blue eyes and a tiny nose and we were making out in the super well we we're just kissing in the supermarket and my sister yelled out that's disgusting he's your brother like <laughs> <laughs> you're such an awesome i'm so so in love with your sister that's fucking amazing <laughs> i was thinking that was going to go more like a i thought our children would be like the ultimate hitler youth oh but like that, that too, too. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> well, she met Uncle Stan um, in England when she had her bleached blonde hair and blue eyes, and the first thing he said to her was, Hitler would have loved you. But it, <laughs> it's even more scary because he is 
a Nazi. Um, Your uncle Stan is a Nazi. Yeah. We'll delve more into that on our family episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, listen to your thoughts. Women's health, number one, hear the words that you say to yourself and focus on turning them into positive words or phrases rather than negative ones. Negative ones. The trick I... Standard. 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 That trick I use with my clients is asking yourself, would you say this to your best friend? Yes. The problem is you and I are very, very real with each other. Yeah, like you criticising my hair. I was trying to stop you from making a terrible mistake. Well, it's too late because I already had the hair dye on my hair. Shit. At the time. I mean, so also, you can't take that back. Kind of funny, though. I, I'm, I, I, I killed my hair, and that has actually really affected my self-worth because I went from having such long blonde hair and now I've had to chop it all off and I'm, like, trying to be brown, but then it went fucking red, and I'm like, I didn't want red hair. I want to look natural, and, yeah. Oh, well. But, like... Going back to the start, they were talking about dyeing your hair too much and how that affects it kills it. the health of it. But again, you and I have very different opinions of what healthy, healthy hair, hair is. is. I guess it comes back to that whole the way that your physical appearance can really affect how you feel about the whole self-love vibe. Like if one thing is upsetting you in particular about your appearance, it can affect everything about the way that you behave and present yourself and how you feel in general. Like... Obviously, with me and all my weight shit, like, I went from being, like, really slim, but even when I was teeny-weeny, I still, I never felt, like, attractive. I never felt, like, uh, the weight thing was never about appealing to other people anyway, but even if I was getting compliments and stuff, I still never felt like, oh, yeah, I feel good, like, I'm going to get myself out there and and conquer my life, because there was other things going on that I felt sad about. So even if, like, everything in your life is pretty great except for one thing, it can be that one thing that you focus on. And I suppose that's where the external validation comes from when you're talking about social media, because if mm. you get compliments from strangers, it's a lot different from getting compliments from your friends. You almost kind of convince yourself that your friends are only complimenting you because they have to. Yes, exactly. And that's why... Um, when it's saying turn that self-talk into something you would say to your best friend, something kind, motivating and full of hope, just saying like, dude, your hair is really nice is not enough to change my opinion. What you need to do is say, find some pictures of what you could do with your hair and th- then then change it around. I feel like it has to be practical. I was going to say, I'm sure honest. there's a term, like a proactive yeah. compliment. I'm sure there's a, there's a way Proactive for, for acne. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that shit just burned my skin off. And I never really had acne. So I was going to say, what the fuck were you? You never even had bad skin. I know. I was just wanted to, You just wanted to be part of the gang. Yeah, like, I want to have proactive too. Oh my god. Give me braces. That was like me wanting glasses. Now I have them. I fucking hate oh, it. Oh, I hate that when you're lying down trying to watch television it digs into your noggin. And you break your glasses. Or if you've got to see a 3D movie, which nobody sees anymore, but if you're going to <laughs> see a 3D time. movie and you have to double glasses it. I double glasses it when I drive because I don't have any prescriptions yeah, I don't on it. <laughs> but that's, I just drive blind. Oh, yeah, I also do that. Don't do that, kids. No, and also please don't report this podcast if I have an accident. <laughs> it's okay. I put, like, a, a warning at the start. Yeah, don't report us. Like, nothing in this is admissible in court. No. <laughs> That's it. We plead the fifth. <laughs> um, but uh, so what I'm trying to say, though, is that I feel like saying you know, affirmations about, oh, yeah, I feel good is one thing, but actually doing something practical about it is also another. It's a good thing that I really focused on for a while there as well, is I didn't 
realize how nastily I spoke to myself in my head until I read something about that one time. And I was like, I call myself stupid and dumb all the time. And I used to say it a lot. Like, even if it was just like the silliest thing, I'd be like, oh, fuck's sake. Or like, you dumb bitch. And you know, like, that's actually horrible. Like, yeah. you would never speak to someone like that. But I used to say that stuff in my head just... I don't know, like if I forgot something or if I tripped over and now I'm just like, oh, Lily, like I've become nicer to myself yeah. in my head. And I think that's helped a lot in the whole self-love, like having a bit more self-worth thing. Still not the best at it, but it did make a difference. So like catching yourself when you're being a dick. Yeah, I suppose that that's it's a oh, awareness thing that everyone's mm. harping on about, the mindfulness. Ugh. <laughs> so hard. <laughs> What's wrong with focusing on the future? I'm excited about it. <laughs> unattainable. <laughs> I like, enjoy the unattainable. One day we'll be healthy and we will look great. And I Or mean, like mentioning now, kids but... within a week of meeting a nice boy. Is yeah. that not things that people know? No, apparently that's not no. a thing you're supposed to do. No. Um, you could, I mean, I have to mention kids because like I teach kids. Yeah. I don't mention like wanting them for like breakfast or. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think mine was. I was like, are you open to adoption though? <laughs> After a week of dating, yeah, and not, I mean, not right now. <laughs> at the time, at the time, I thought it was a, a viable conversation topic. Realizing later that maybe not, <laughs> maybe, maybe not. I shouldn't. Maybe, maybe not. not. <laughs> Probably shouldn't put that kind of pressure on people. No human is perfect. We don't make mistakes. We just have experiences that we have the opportunity to learn from. The, the hard part for you, Harley, is learning from them and not making them again and 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 again. And again. And again. Two, two points on this. Firstly, that's actually what I was talking to you about earlier. I have realised lately that I have not forgiven myself for being a bit shit in the past where I've let people take advantage or I've let people just not be very nice to me. And I've just kind of sat in this circle of maybe this time, maybe this time, I'll be lucky, <laughs> maybe this time he'll stay, <laughs> love won't hurry away. I love you with all my heart, that was perfect, <laughs> there's the theme song for the podcast yeah. right there. So <laughs> I have definitely like, you know, I've done my work, I've had a beautiful counsellor that I've talk to about a lot of things and I certainly not named Sarah I want to actually pay for um you two though but I've learned so much in the last year because I went from having something really awful happen to me and it completely changed my perspective on how I felt about men yeah honestly and how I how trusting I was a human being um and I've blamed myself for what happened and also blamed myself for the bad men I've had in my life because I've had a lot of really shit men who've really hurt me a lot and I kind of put all the blame on myself instead of acknowledging the fact that they're actually just shit humans. It takes two to tango. It does take two to tango and it's so easy to blame yourself when things go wrong and especially when you've got people in your life like not saying that you ever did this you've always been very good with me but you have friends who say oh like you're doing it again and you're like well yeah. Oh I say that to you. You do. Yeah, as I said, I was like, no, you do say that. But also, you've always kind of been there to pick up the pieces after. Of course, with the whole saying it's not all your fault thing, it means 
you kind of have to strike a balance between not being completely self-loathing and staying in the circle and acknowledging like, yes, it's their fault, but also I can push through this and I can expect more and starting to take care of yourself the way that you're expecting other people to take care of you. It's kind of like we were talking about that honesty in friendships before about yes. self-love and body image um, and how someone just keeps saying to you, oh, it looks great, it looks great. That means nothing unless yes. in the past they've said to you actually you should do this instead. Like, <laughs> like don't wear those pants. Yeah. They're pe- awful. People take my um, opinion on their clothing seriously because I will fucking tell you if you look ridiculous. She really Harley, does. Applebee. Yeah. Not that I Stop. listen. Stop. Stop wearing oversized clothes. Stop it. <laughs> that was something we talked about. Okay, this is the second time we've recorded this and I was kept on going about, I don't want to fat shame and people should be able to wear what they want, but don't wear oversized clothes because you look bigger. And I was like, oh, God, this is really problematic. Um, I was also, like, sitting right next to Sarah wearing a T-shirt oh, that was, God. like, XXL at the time. And I was like, well, I feel good, Sarah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's comfort and shit like that. We, but, oh, I think it's trendy. I'm a lover of oversized. And and that's it. I am a hypocrite. And I was thinking about it and I'm thinking, oh, I really want to be PC and I really want to be, like, feminist and you should be able to wear what you want. But... I, that's not me. I'm sorry, but <laughs> check yourself. I love that you've finally gotten to a point where you've acknowledged the fact that being 100% PC is not actually possible. And if it is, you're going to lose all the personality that you have and also your sense of humour. And it's like that book, Bad Feminist. Like, we're, we're all flawed. We are hey, bad feminists. forgive yourself. Aww. Damn, it's a full circle. But also, second point I was going to say about that, my friend Cal. Shout out, Cal. You fucking love (laughs) Cal. You can't do that because you know that you love him. Hey, Satan. He's going to listen to this He's going to love this. (laughs) Anyway, my sweet Cal sent me this. I'm going into hippy-dippy territory here, but stay with me. Sent me this incredible, it was like a song, right? And it went for seven minutes. And it was literally just this woman and she had the most beautiful voice. And she was saying, um, all right, we're going to have to remember the order of this now. It was like, I forgive you. I love you, I'm sorry, something else. Or something like that, right? And she literally just said it over and over again in this, like, gorgeous, like, ethereal way for, like, seven minutes. And you're supposed to visualise yourself talking to your child self, like you as a five-year-old. It's honestly, it was so intense. And I was... children into this. No, I was going through, like, the hardest moment when Cal sent it to me. He was like, you've got to stop being so hard on yourself, which I've been told a few times lately. And I was like, okay... He's like, listen to this. Imagine that you're talking to your baby you. And I just, like, got so emotional. <laughs> and then this thick country accent comes on. You is kind. You is, you is smart. smart. You, you is, is important. important. We got to work on our accents. But, yeah. I mean. <laughs> I thought that was brilliant. Right? It was. Yeah, right. <laughs> you, you would. Davis. You would. <laughs> but, honestly, like. Throwing that out to anyone who is, like, thinking about little tips and tricks that we are going to throw throughout this podcast, but that was a really good one. And I will find her name and I'll put it in the show notes. I'll put the link to the YouTube video there because, honestly, so important for forgiving yourself. And I think I'm going to start listening to it more regularly because meditation isn't doing too much for me at the moment. But something like that, where there's, like, words and I'm being guided, is really, really good for forgiving yourself for being a bit of a dick to yourself in the past. That stuff never really worked for me. Um, I did listen to um, mindfulness uh, where they walk you through a forest and stuff because 
I, I like to, that would help me get to sleep and stop my brain from thinking. Like the mm. f- first point they're talking about, listen to your thoughts. Nope, <laughs> don't do it. I need to switch them off sometimes because there's so fucking many. Yeah, there are so many, and so yeah, I'd have to go into that place. Doesn't matter. Be unashamedly you. Unashamedly, unashamedly. Well, unapologetically is the word I. Yeah, act based on who you are, not based on who slash what you think others want you to be. E.g., start cosplaying. Start start a fifty dollar tier for people who want to see more. Yeah. See how many friends drop off the face of the earth or have opinions. Honestly, it's so true, especially as you get to your late twenties. Your friend your friend circle your friend your your friend your friend circle's (laughs) gonna get friend friend. Cosplay friend. <laughs> Your friend circle's going to get so much smaller, but it's such a good thing though. Like I can now count my like actual two proper friends on two hands and that's how I want it to be and that's how I want it to stay because those people love me exactly how I am. Weird as shit, emotional, like a bit of a drunkard sometimes, disappears off the face of the earth sometimes. Like you need people who love you exactly how you are. Because think of the way that you love other people. Think of like how you feel about your best mate or your parents or your siblings or whoever it is that you're closest to. Think about the way that even if they're a bit shit to you sometimes, you know how you still love them completely? That's the way you're supposed to love yourself. Yeah. And the only way you can do that is if you are completely yourself. It's like, oh, that dumb cunt again. But you don't. She's all right. You still love them. Yeah. yeah. Like, they might annoy you. Like, when Sarah pushed me over in a kebab shop on New Year's (laughs) Eve. Because you said funny stuff about me. I didn't. (laughs) I was bantering. Apparently, she didn't want to receive it in that moment. Ooh. Ooh. Consent. Oh, I didn't have consent. No. She didn't want to receive May I please banter about you? (laughs) Yeah, please. At this moment. May I please banter at you? But anyway, didn't speak for a week. A week! She was very emotional about it. 10 years. Hilarious. I mean, I was obviously a little bit sad too, but I also knew bit. I needed to punish her. A little bit. And that was very upsetting. I was pushed still me. tagging you on memes. Every yeah, day. She, she kept tagging me because she still she still loved me. I kept I, messaging her. It was a one way relationship for a little while. <laughs> it was great. I loved having the power for once. Need to learn to start doing this with men. Uh, that's it. That's what I was saying to you earlier. Like I've been Have here for standard. ten. 10 years and I made one mistake <laughs> and then you cut me off whereas a man can like fucking come in your face and oh. be like that not a, I mean some people like that it's also <sighs> not that's not crazy. what they do that's not that's not <laughs> that's not what my issue is with men <laughs> come in your face and say peace oh my god no, let me my get issue- back to my wife and kids oh my god and you're like oh, my oh yes that's the thank you thank you so much for your offering <laughs> <laughs> No, my issue with men is generally that they don't want commitment. In the like, first date. <laughs> yeah, like, why? No, you're not wrong, though. Honestly, this is this is literally my issue. I jump in too quickly. I need to learn to take it slow. Apparently, that's a thing. And so, my intensity is overwhelming to some people, apparently. Practice a self-care ritual. You know, I just w- wondered, are we, like, plagiarising right now? No, because we're going to link it. Okay, yeah, Women's Health. I'm not saying that they're necessarily a good magazine. It's literally the first one I clicked on when I typed in self-love and I only clicked on it because it had a Simpsons gif. So... I also don't think it's... It's just a starting point. Would it be copyright? point. If we're using intellectual property of... Oh, whatever. Are we using 10% of it? Um, we're, we're making it better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go to self-care ritual. Um, I started painting. 
and eating cooking chocolate, <laughs> which is why I've got high cholesterol. Hey, Holly, did you know I've got high cholesterol? Uh, yeah, I think you need to work on your uh, your self care. If I get two more cholesterol points, I we get can put you in a home. A prize. <laughs> <laughs> oh, babe. Sorry, what's your self? Well, your self care is written here. Did you write this article? <laughs> I did. No, I, my, well no, it's more a case of um, three hours in the bath yeah. with, a, with a bottle of red wine and, Daily. A, <laughs> and a criminal podcast. Um, yeah, my day's been particularly bad. I, I like to, to boil myself alive yeah. in the bath, <laughs> surrounded by candles and incense. Works for me. It's, uh, That's my version of hell. Like That's because you're an air sign and I'm a water sign. What? So I should be like floating or some shit? No. What? No. (laughs) (laughs) Your air signs are more about intellectual um, stimulation, so it would make sense that yours could be something like learning how to paint. Going, yeah, I suppose. Because I've been putting charmed on lately and just painting in front of it, and that's been fucking amazing. I really enjoy it. Sometimes I get too locked on because. I want to be perfect, which is pr- practically impossible with watercolour. And you're also insane. Yeah. <laughs> and I've never learned how to paint before or anything. So, you're self-taught. Um, personal training. That is my self-care. Oh, that's actually a very, very, very good one. I, I started that one um, when I started at Parabadoo. It would have been about three years ago. and Sarah went to Parabadoo to teach in the bush. Cool. I was about to give the backstory, cool. but thanks. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> thanks for that. I went there to teach, but and I decided on it a week before I left, and I was not at a good point before leaving, and I was like, oh, yeah, impulsivity comes with anxiety, it turns out. Um, are you, were you going to talk about air signs again? No, it's this, fine. Well, I was in an air being a Being a Libra. Okay. You guys are very impulsive. Um, all right, whatever, Mary. Um, so, yeah, went to Parabadoo, already didn't have such a great mental health, wasn't able to talk to my psych whilst I was up there, had the wrong medication, I worked too hard because I didn't know what I was doing, and I also partied too hard, um, and I ended up in hospital um, with anxiety attacks and stuff, and my little sister had to fly up and rescue me. And when we got home, mum said, you you are going to see Eleonora. Shout out to Eleonora at Affirm Fitness. And I've been with her ever since because she not only looks after my um, physical health, but she does my mental health. Your noggin. My noggin. And that's made a big difference. It's an avenue to put my energy into, even though I hate it sometimes. It's like it's not even about feeling fit or like looking good it's just about like feeling like mentally strong enough to prove to yourself that you can exactly do it that feeling when you're thinking i there's no way i can do this like, there's I'm no way potato. i can do this and then holy shit i just pushed this and my arms are on fire i am fucking strong mm. yeah a sense of accomplishment oh and that feeling of tightness for a couple of days after and you're like yeah fuck yeah and you eat better which is a bit of you know, self-care, isn't it? It's a good circle. You feel better when you eat better. I mean, on the other side of the spectrum, I joined the gym three weeks ago and I haven't been yet. Yeah. But, uh, you know, there's my there's my personal challenge set for myself to go. There's there. no way I'd be able to go to the gym if I didn't have somebody there to 
growl at me for not attending, you know? Yeah, well, my idea was to just go sit on the bike and listen to a podcast and have, like, a podcast that I can only listen to while I'm at the gym. So stay tuned, fellas. I'll let you know how I go with that one. (laughs) We'll see if that works. See how many weeks it takes for me to actually go. I mean, there were cases in my life where exercise just became impulsive, like, impulsive. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and become a negative thing. Yeah, it's like an all-or-nothing switch. Yeah. Same here. Sames. Sames. Um, so, eating, healthy, exercising, all good for self-care. Bath, playing Candy Crush while you listen to a crime podcast. Doing something good. for you and not for other people. Mm-hmm. Switching off, putting your phone down for a bit. Ah, oh, which is very hard. She Just says whilst currently on her whilst phone. Whilst on her phone. <laughs> Set limits and boundaries. It's okay to say no to work, people, or activities that drain or even hurt you. You have to put yourself first and even protect yourself. I do love this one. Being the, able to say no. Yeah, being the homebody introvert that I am on the inside. I've started doing this a lot, but I think it's also not... Positive. Yeah. Yeah, because, like, you bow to me twice. Yeah. Which is why our podcast is out, like, oh, your podcast. Mm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> several weeks late. Let's blame my self-care routine for the fact that my podcast is late. Yeah, I feel like you need to be forced out of the house sometimes. Yeah, I do, especially working from home as well. Like, I love my job and it's a very productive one, but it's also pretty hectic on your brain. It's not the easiest job and it's very, like, doing 50 million things at once all day. So then once I'm finished, especially it's always talking as well. Yeah, Um, that's true. That social interaction, and yeah. then when you come home, you, or you've I got time to yourself, talk. you're just like, yeah, I don't want to talk. Let's make a podcast. <laughs> so I can talk more. <laughs> well, I just kind of chill. And then, you know, when the weekend rolls around, I've been I've been cutting back on my drinking as well, because I wanted to see how that would affect my mental health. And it also means that I'm not going out partying. So it's like, if I'm seeing people, it ends up being like, I don't know, a, a, a thing that I have to put a lot of energy into. Because going out for me was always easy. It was like, you know, just put on a nice dress and go to Sarah's and start drinking and see what happens. Yeah, it's self-medicating. Yeah, self-medicating completely. The appeal of drinking is so strong. It makes you feel so good. And we have fun sometimes, and then other times we don't have all that much fun. Sometimes when do we not have fun? <laughs> no, well, you and I always when have fun. When I shoved you in the kebab <laughs> shop. Half of the time you shoved me in the kebab shop. Um, <laughs> no, we're pretty good at having fun, but then, you know, sometimes you want it to be so a certain way, and then when it's not, you get mad about it, or, like, if one of your friends is upset, or, like, yeah. I don't know. It, it can just, it can be a point of, um, it can lower you even more and if you're not already. it takes days to recover. Oh, uh, the, the booze low that you get after drinking and you don't even realise. And you remember a shit you've done. or The guilt. The guilt of how much money you've spent. How many exes did I add on Facebook last night? <laughs> how many exes do I have? <laughs> um, and Who's also am I in? the amount of calories that you've just intaken because of the drinks themselves and then the recovery over the next few days. Three portions of cheesy chips. It's like you don't come bounce back from it it's like for me it's a constant cycle of um purging throughout the week and then binge 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 purge 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 Mm, which is very easy for people our age to fall into I feel because that's kind of what we do a lot of us live for the weekend yeah and then weekend comes around and we drink it away but I don't want to be one of those wankers who gets up at 6am on a Saturday and, and goes, goes for, for a, a walk. run. Oh, okay. <laughs> that is more extreme. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> that was, I realised it's a dig at me. I love how long it took you to realise that was a dig tick, at you. Tick, 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 tick. I've started going for walks on Saturday mornings with my boyfriend. Ugh. 
Um, but also because I've got high cholesterol, did you know I'd have high cholesterol? I'm, I didn't know that. No, but, you but haven't mentioned that yet on this podcast. I've just mentioned it three times. Five, treat your body like a temple. Learning to love your body will allow you to be mindful of what you put in it and will enable you to focus on nourishing it with healthy foods, giving it the exercise it needs, and just generally treating it right. <sighs> Cooking chocolate is not, <laughs> is not treating it right. Props. Cooking chocolate is the only thing that I have access to. And That's probably the sole reason that you have high cholesterol, because you're not meant to eat cooking chocolate raw. That's not a thing. Yeah, of course it's a thing. It's Why not do you like think it's cooking chocolate? Or... No, it's like dense art. It's like... Or meat. I've I don't got know weird things. not to eat raw. I wouldn't know either. I'm, I'm just trying broccoli? to sound intelligent. No. Yeah, delicious. No, I just don't like eating broccoli in general, is my point. Ah, uh, no, but yeah, obviously, um, what I put into my body isn't great, and it's coming out externally and in my blood. Um, and I'm pretty fucking salty about it because I'm 27 years of age. I, I equivalent high cholesterol with old obese uh, men who have been drinking and smoking all of their lives. Diabetes. Um, and that comes down to the whole thing that you don't know. If somebody's healthy or not just by looking at them. Oh, that is such a good point. And that whole fat shaming and you're like, oh, I just care about the person's health. It's like, fuck off. I'm fascinated by anyone who thinks that their opinion of someone else's body is remotely, like, even a blip on that person's radar. Like, why why would you look at a photo of someone, have an opinion, and then go, I'm going to tell you this opinion. Like, I actually can't yeah. can't wrap my head around why no, you think you're that important. Say it quietly <laughs> Even to if your it's close friend. Like, <laughs> compliments are nice because you're spreading kindness. But to, to, like, say something negative and to actually think, like, unless... Even if you are a fucking doctor, doctors know not to just dole out un, un, unsolicited, advice. unsolicited advice. Thank you. You know, doctors don't walk around the streets going to people, oh, I reckon that you might have, like, a fucking eye disease, like, come and see me tomorrow. Like, you just don't... You do you know what doctors do? <laughs> but no, we're not on the street, though. Uh, optom- optometrists. Oh, look I'm sure eyes. they're doctors, too. Okay. Yeah, I don't think they have a doctor. Oh, I mean, I can't. Again. <laughs> we're, not, we're not scientists. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> we're, not, we're not nothing. We, honest, we're I'm not nothing. Well, you're meant to be a teacher. <sighs> but you're not nothing. No. <laughs> oh. I can't with us today. We're I'm doing exactly the opposite of what this whole thing has told me to do about saying positive things about yourself. But no, what we're doing is being realistic. The fact is that no matter how well put together, how many beautifully edited photos or silly cute ones that we put on of ourselves, like, none of us have got it all together. No one does. Everyone's got a whole idea what they're doing with themselves. But mostly us. May it definitely us. Like the Hence, bills. Loon life. Fucking Fuck. uh, money sucks. We can't. We'll talk about money another episode because oh. I can't. <laughs> no, we don't want to cry. <laughs> End it on an upbeat level. I feel like the deeper we go into this, the worse. It gets sadder. I know. <laughs> like, going back to going back to body as a temple. That's okay. that's definitely like when I was at my fittest and, and eating really healthily and going to the gym all the time. I still didn't particularly feel all that great about myself because I was quite negative and hard on myself at the time and really restrictive with my diet and stuff. Whereas now, you know, I eat pizza once a week. Um, I've cut <laughs> back <laughs> twice. I've cut back on the drinking. Um, yeah, I still eat a fair bit of fast food, but I eat really healthy with mum and dad as well. 
um, cut back on my coffee, but I still drink it. I don't know, I don't think I'm particularly healthy, but I feel a lot better about my body at the moment than I ever really have before. Because it kind of feels like it looks the way it's supposed to, even though I'm curvaceous and would probably be like on the curvier side. I know I'm not overweight or unhealthy That's for it. me. But when I was talking about people making judgments of your health from afar, like you wouldn't look at me and think, oh, she's got high cholesterol. She lives off cooking chocolate. No, like <laughs> I come across as relatively fit. I am a bit um, softer now, but seriously, mm. I'm, I'm wondering, like, I'm like, if, if I have high cholesterol, surely everybody else I know has high cholesterol <laughs> because they are me. Like, they are me or Elijah. Like, why is it just me? Am I the only one who gets my bloods tested? I mean, could you get your blood tested? I haven't had it tested in a while. Maybe you've got the cholesterol. That would make me feel better. <laughs> I'm glad that me also having high cholesterol will make you feel better. If this isn't friendship goals, I don't know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, we're talking about this and also... Shared a pizza and garlic bread and had a nap in the middle of the day on a Wednesday. It was brilliant. Because um, I have nowhere to go. I call Wednesday creative day. Okay. Artists have naps. It's when you think of your best ideas. So so do nanas. <laughs> I just want to be old. Yeah. Don't no. die before we're old. Oh, but we could be like my granddad old. Like, rocket, go out and... Your granddad's a ledge. Drink whiskey all the time. Get you wine drunk on a Sunday. Oh, I was wine drunk last night. Oh, yeah, cool. Obviously, I'm taking care of myself. <laughs> I went to see Lily Allen. Woo! Lily Allen. Um, but you have to be drunk to see Lily Allen. You have to get into the mood. Angry female rocker. Drunk. Yeah, but I don't think she... Oh, yeah, she still drinks. She had drug issues before, though. Yeah. As didn't everyone. Except for me, I'm a good girl. Puh. Explore your... Oh, wait, no, I missed one, sorry. Clean out the clutter. You might start with cleaning out your closet or desk at work, which can help... Can be extremely therapeutic. Cleaning out clutter can help cleanse the mind and allow you to feel more organised. This one I did recently. Yes. I'm sure anyone who follows me on Instagram saw my... Pile, the mountain. <laughs> well, the mountain, but also like the newly renovated, um, actually I'm calling it Tranquility Base. It's the name of my room Yeah, now. and it's not renovated. You haven't fucking knocked anything down. I could have pretended, I've knocked down a wall of clothing. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> well done. Thank you. Um, my closet's a lot more organised. We've organised half of the room. The other half we will organise soon when I get time. Next but year. Yeah, I mean, fuck, it's, it's made me feel a lot better now that my zone is less cluttered and I have my record... And my speakers and my one shelf with books on and like that's it's it's calm in here it's my space and I'm in control of it and we've got the glittery fairy lights we have glittery fairy lights with candles candles like she's definitely setting me up I'm trying to seduce Sarah because it's Valentine's Day tomorrow <laughs> somebody somebody please love anybody me. <laughs> you'll do anyone who comes into this space um I, I don't usually have a problem with clutter anyway because I don't I've always been told to be ruthless. But if I do have a messy space, I do feel so much better when I've cleared it up. So, yeah, I accept that as a solid point. Yes, I do too. I agree. Move on? Yes. Explore your spiritual side. I disagree with this one entirely. Sarah this doesn't have one. <laughs> could mean you start practicing yoga, start listening to motivational talks or strengthen your faith. You might learn new things about yourself, develop a new passion, or even develop a faith that you could provide some guidance. Wait, 
Well, who I might take over this one very briefly. Okay. So I have started exploring my spiritual side a lot in the last few days. I currently have a crystal charging on the <laughs> windowsill. <laughs> oh my god, Sarah just spat water on me. I mean, if that doesn't just sum up her feelings on the matter. I Seriously? Yes. Charging? Ch yes. When the when it's a full moon, also my period is synced up with the full moon, which is pretty cool, because the moon is my dominant planet. She's never. It's hard for me to talk about this when she's here. The I'm gonna. Moon, moon, the okay. moon isn't a planet. It's a moon. Okay, it's a dominant moon. It's my moon. It's my moon. I will explain this in a very different, separate episode on my own, all about astrology, because obviously I'm really into that sort of thing. Sarah isn't. I'm just going to get more water spat at me if I continue on this topic. But I have found that connecting with the world around me, um, taking more time to breathe and medit I tried meditating. Honestly, it's not massively my bag, but I do really enjoy lying down, yeah! listening to... <laughs> full stop. Yeah, full stop. I do really enjoy putting on a crime podcast and actually just practicing my breathing while I'm listening to it. Um, it's actually quite stupid, but when you think about it, most of us don't breathe as deeply as we are supposed to. <laughs> you can't just like breathe, but then if you Shallow actually, breathing. yeah, if you go and get into the diaphragm, yeah, like that. The candles. Yeah, and if you do it for like ten breaths, it, it does actually naturally calm you quite a bit. And as someone who suffers from hectic anxiety, it's really beneficial to take you out of it in that moment if you just learn how to like focus on your breathing only. And then start focusing on listening and smelling and whatever to the stuff around you. Again, that is all meditation stuff. Yeah, I'd be breathing. Like, oh yeah, <laughs> to 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 be alive. But no, there's there's some decent um, breathing strategies I've learned through psych, and also like that one where you tense your feet and then you relax mm. your feet and then you tense like and go up your body and then down. It. Mum used to talk me through that when I was a kid, and I'd be anxious. Like, I'd have to got rid of the clock in my room because I'd constantly count down how many hours I'd have left of sleep and then I would get more worked up about it that I'm not going to have eight hours because I read that you have to have eight <laughs> hours. My mum just hit the china doll in my room because I thought she was blinking at me. Oh, she probably was. I feel like she probably was. I took her dress off as well just to humiliate her and then I hit her in the cupboard. Oh my god, is this... Kelsey? <laughs> Kelsey, are you okay? <laughs> no, it was definitely a doll. I have a real thing about China dolls. Nothing scares me except China dolls and spiders and heights. Okay, everything scares you. No, that's it. Just those three yeah. things. Um, being alone forever. Um, <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, no, that's it. But reality. <laughs> reality. Being um, public speaking, um, the sudden loss of my loved ones, um, the bees dying. Yeah, well, I'm allergic to bees, so when oh. um, <laughs> last podcast we were talking about hair and um, like I've got I've grown everything out because oh good one I'm not yeah, I get a reaction whenever I shave and also I could, don't give a shit anymore sensitive skin and I like it because I've got soft blonde hair and again that's you know I'm privileged in that fact I'd probably be called be called out for it more if I had darker skin hair color and stuff. Um, but anyway, I just like the idea that because I'm around children so often and pre-teens and if they uh, get used to just seeing someone that they know and like 
who has hairy armpits or hairy legs and realise, you know, that's it's not fucking weird. It's not gross. No. Like, women grow it and then they've got a choice whether they want to grow it or whether they want to shave it. It's pretty weird to me that we do think that body has gross. Yeah. I My mentality towards it has completely changed. Like, if I shave, it's pretty rare and it's only because I want to. It's yeah. not because I'm worried that someone's going to see my slightly hairy legs or underarms or whatever like I if I know I'm going to be really hot a particular day then I might shave my underarms because I'm like oh yeah I'm gonna like smell more which and it's not like a bad smell it's just your smell but you don't necessarily want to like do that if you're going to be hot and sweaty around people but I don't know it's about changing the way that you think of body hair like I remember back in the day um I got told by a couple of different guys that they would only sleep with girls who were clean shaven lol as if you're fucking privileged enough to choose that option as if you would say no if a girl had a bush like what what the fuck and if I don't... did like thank you for doing that girl a favor and like yeah telling her what a trash bag you are yeah and then just leaving it, it doesn't make sense to me that people have superiority complexes about whether someone is shaven or not like that's very very sad and very strange to me and then this is where my bad feminist comes in guys with beards I struggle with, I mean, I suppose it comes down to hygiene because you were talking about hairy armpits and the smell and you have to make sure that you're clean and stuff because yeah. you are more likely to smell a bit because it traps in the sweat. Um, and so I, you know, have a good hygiene. Woo, yay. <laughs> have a good hygiene. I have good hygiene. Um, beards that are unkept and... Like, I think about the food that's in them and stuff. I just really freak out about it. But I suppose you could have nice, clean beards as well. Just like you could have clean pubes in your... Yeah. Like, if you've been walking around all day, you're going to be a bit sweaty. Like, you should probably clean yourself. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, the last three guys I've dated have all had really lovely beards. <laughs> it's kind of a thing I'm into. Yeah. Uh, I, don't like, I don't like the feel either. I know what you mean. Uh, so yeah, I, like I think them. it creeps me out a bit because Dad's got a beard. Ah, and we come back around to the incest thing. Yeah. <laughs> this this uh, podcast is really good at going in circles. Yeah, it's like uh, hints for later. We talk <laughs> off on tangents. Foreshadowing. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Um, okay, we got to the bottom of that one. Well, just to touch, like to, to wrap that back to spirituality, that's a big teaching in a lot of the going back to nature sort of stuff pubes. that I'm really into. Yeah, pubes. No, just like letting your body hair grow and being oh. a woman nature. It's, it's all about like not buying disposable razors and things that are going to affect the environment, like not oh. buying plastics and being a waster. Um, I'm big on being self-sustainable and I don't like wastage and... Except for your shopping addiction. Except for my shopping addiction. But, again, that's my one But that's it. Thing. Um, you have... Part of self-care is saying no. Yes. yes. And um, there was this point in time where I was so overwhelmed by all the different causes. And in the end, I was like, nah, my thing is kids. <laughs> like, yeah. in a non-creepy way. Um, kids, uh, what I'm going to put my energy into, it's got to be what I financially support. And then um, there's people who will support the animals. Orangutans, which is me. There's people who will support the environment. So environment, like I'm not going to actively shit all over the environment, but um, I'm, yeah, it's not. Who one is of good my, for it? But. It's not one of my big <laughs> concerns. 
Well, it's, you know, the, the way I got into it was through learning about palm oil and how that was affecting... Poppy. Poppy, my adopted orangutan who lives in Borneo. I have a framed picture of her next to me at the moment. There's and a mirror. It's a... Oh. oh. She does have my hair. So, well, she did when I was ginger. Oh, I want to be ginger again. Now I'm ginger. Now you're ginger. <laughs> but she has taught me a lot about the importance of sustainability and also living a low-key way. Like, all of her carers live in little villages nearby and hop on the boat poor. every day. Well, yeah, they are poor, but they also live at one with the jungle. You know, they're not... They don't have a choice. I mean, I'm sure a few of them would live here if they could. But yeah. I don't think that we're particularly... Why don't you swap with them? <laughs> They'd be like, no thanks, I don't want your financial crisis. <laughs> yeah, I'm probably worse off than a lot of them. Yeah. Isn't that terrible? Yeah. Um, lucky for your parents. Uh, lucky for me, I have wonderful parents. But yeah, it's good to pick your cause as well. I think that's a really good way to have purpose and does come back again to the self-worth thing. If you can do something that you gain nothing from, like if you can support someone or a cause in some way... Um, and not do it to look like a cool dude yeah. who supports a cause. Don't take videos of yourself going up and giving somebody who is homeless a fucking meal. You oh. look like a fucking douchebag. You're just showing off and you're doing it for attention yeah. and that's very sad. Oh, those videos creep me the fuck out. Yeah, I don't really get things like that coming up like, on my... You're not treating that person like a human being. No, using them as a yeah. attention grab. Yeah. I don't know. I definitely think you should say no to following pages like that on Facebook and Instagram. Well, I don't... I don't, they, this shit comes up. I don't have control yeah. over the weather. The more positivity you put out there, the better you'll feel about yourself too. Like, if you're always kind to people, you're going to start to feel better about yourself. Like, last night when I was at the um, gig, I, oh. there was a girl across from me who had been waiting at the bar longer than me, but the bartender came up to me, and I just indicated to her what was her, and I says, oh, she was first. And then... A shot comes up next to me, and she had bought me a shot, shot as a thank you. If you put something out in the world... Oh, that nearly sounded spiritual. It almost sounded like something I would say. Be the love, Sarah. I don't know, because I don't believe in karma or anything like that. I do. I think it's more of a mindset. If you, like, if you act positively, you're more likely to influence the people around you. So if you're, you're giving out a smile, you're more likely to get a smile back. don't necessarily think that's karma. I think that's more... Social science. Social conditioning. <laughs> there's a there's a really good there's actually lots of good videos on YouTube about that. About like doing a kind deed and then how oh, that person will go on to do a kind deed and it's cool. quite cute. I'll be sure not to watch those later. Excellent. Love it when you follow my advice. <laughs> Feels like yeah, this this relationship is very similar. You go on all the time how I never follow your advice, but you never follow mine either, so Yeah, but it's shit advice. We're two halves of a whole loon. Um, a whole what? A oh, loon. loon. I thought you were going around to moon stuff and be like, Luna, kind of deal. No. But that loon, loon Lake is, Loon something is your podcast. Yeah, Loon Life. Loon Life. Not Loon not, Lake. Not, not the band. Not Codcast. Not Codcast. Which it should be. I brought that back around really nicely. Two halves of a whole loon. Um, but oh, no, <laughs> we should have ended there. <clears throat> I probably can. But I haven't even put in the podcast bit and I feel like that's important to refer to. Did you know that I've got high cholesterol? <laughs> Are you aware? <laughs> have I mentioned it yet? That podcast is. Have I told you lately? Podcasts all that I have fish and cods in particular. But it could <gasps> maybe be you should fish. eat more cod. Yeah, white meat. Um, where you're white. <laughs> <laughs>
Would you lower my clutch? Well, I've seen what you eat. Am so. I white? When you're like a bit woggy, you white? You're white, right? Yeah. I'm white. You're white. You're not fucking. You're white. Okay. Jeez. Mediterranean. Are you though? Yeah. How far back is your fucking heritage? Oh my god, that sounds dodgy as well, doesn't it? The late 1800s. No, but I mean like, your mum comes from where? Newcastle. Where does your dad come from? Newcastle. Where does your nana come from? Newcastle. Where does your granddad come from? Newcastle. Where does your great grandma come from? Newcastle. Where does your great granddad come from? Newcastle. Okay, so this is what I'm saying. You're fucking white. <laughs> But before that, it was Scotland. Oh, cool. So yeah, we got like wider. <laughs> because, because before that, the fucking dinosaurs were around. And then before that... And we were green. No, that's what's gonna happen. What? What? We've got to turn back into dinosaurs. Are we gonna be green again? Why? We'll be green, won't we? We went there. What? Why are we talking about evolution? It's Wednesday. And this is not self-love. This isn't self-love at what all. What do you mean it's Wednesday? I don't Why know. Why can't you talk about <laughs> evolution It's my holy day. It's my holy day. It's my day of rest. <laughs> you better check on your crystals. Are you going to finish with something positive whilst I zone out for a second? Let me think about... Was there any more points on our self-love thing? Not on my thing. Okay. I'm done. I'm out. If you want to, like, Shrek a bit more than the average 27-year-old or... If you have done some really stupid shit, like fallen over in front of all of your work colleagues and everyone's seen your ass, if you've stolen a child but then returned it to a church a week later, it's okay. You need to forgive yourself. Life is short and the world is a cruel place. Don't let your head also be a cruel place, otherwise what's the point? Oh, is that yeah. is that nice? Yeah. That was, that was nice. Yeah, I thought that was like a a good Sarah way of being I'm positive. I'm gonna get that tattooed onto my body. <laughs> the world is a cruel place. Don't let your mind be a cruel place as well, otherwise there's no point. It's nice. Just jump off, just a, jump off a fucking bridge. Don't, please don't jump off a bridge. No, and if you do, like, legit message me. No. Send us a video. No, I mean... <laughs> Message me if you're thinking about self-harm, like, whoever you are, I'll talk to you because that's not... She's not the most helpful in those situations, I but... I nah, She's alright, she's pretty good. I'm not gonna have this in the podcast. I quite liked my little thing. Okay, Um, <laughs> anyway, we hope you've enjoyed us debunking myths and breaking apart... If you want to talk us... Talk... Blah, 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 blah. That article. If you want to hear us talk about penises... Um, sign up for the Patreon. Oh yeah, um, there's definitely going to be some excerpts of this podcast that I've deemed too inappropriate for my family to listen to. If you would be interested in listening to a little bit more in life before my next episode comes out, if you want some behind the scenes, uh, everything's going to get loaded onto our Patreon. So patreon.com forward slash Harley Q. Do I get any money? No. Mm. You're just a guest. Oh. Thanks. So... <laughs> $10 a month, uh, you subscribe to our $10 tier, which is access to all of our behind-the-scenes stuff. You may also get early access to episodes and also some bonus episodes once we've got some uh, some more peoples signed up. So, up to you guys. But I uh, appreciate the support. Certainly enjoyed the support I've, I've garnered from my $50 tier on my lewd cosplay. So, uh, plug. <laughs> Life is good. Could certainly be worse.
the end. <laughs> oh, I gotta go home. Okay.